Welcome to Realoran International Ministries Incorporated with Anne Elizabeth, where real people meet a real God. Welcome to Realoran. I'm so glad, I'm delighted you're here today once again to join me for a look at clean and unclean. It is so vitally important that we understand the difference on the earth. You know, when you think of clean and unclean, you might be thinking of your car. It's like, boy, it was clean last week, but I went through the mud slide and and my windows are all muddy and the sides are just filthy, you know. I like things clean in the house. Um, I like to be clean physically and I like things nice, you know. But uh, that's not really what God is talking about, although God made us to be good stewards or managers over our, our lives, which includes our body, which includes our family, which includes our home, et cetera, et cetera, right? And that includes the car. But what we're referring to here is the clean and the unclean things in earth, on earth, right? Spiritually. So we're going to really dive into this. Uh, Satan's objective. I bet you know it by now. John 10.10. The thief comes not but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. God has named and and spoken about Satan as a thief. He's a thief. Satan is a thief. What do thieves do? What if you and your your husband went out to dinner one night and you have this big, beautiful, big, beautiful palatial estate? And you went out for a nice dinner and you came up afterwards, you know, driving up to your home and you you had an entry gate, gate pass, but your gate was gone. It's like somebody ran their car right, right through your gate. And on the way in, you could see your trees, how they had toppled and, and fallen. And there was your guest house, but it was all raided and windows broken out, graffiti all over it. You looked in, it was empty. And then you go to the big house, same thing. My goodness, what would you say? 911, right? Police. Why? Because a thief came. A thief came to your big, beautiful life. And what? They stole, they killed your dreams, and they destroyed your, your things. Well, that's the, that is the name of Satan, Lucifer. He is the adversary against God. There are only two kingdoms on the earth. That is the kingdom of God and the kingdom of Satan. And they stand within the invisible realm apart from the art, apart from the earth, so to speak, but they're in the earth. They're the invisible realm and the earth is the visible realm where I can see you and you can see me and I can see my puppy and I can see the ocean, etc. Right. But God wants us to know that if we're not in him and we're not Christians, that we belong to Satan and his name is thief. It's one of them. I've got a long list of different names for him as found in the Bible, but the one that we're going to talk about right now is a thief. So if you don't belong to Christ and you're not a Christian, you belong to the thief. And you're going to look up and say, he's going to steal from me. He's going to kill me and he's going to destroy me, both on earth eventually. I'm doing good now, though. I'm an NBA baseball player married to a beautiful, 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 stunning rock star. And I say, but you're good now, but you're not going to be because eventually death will come knocking at your door and it will steal from you. It will kill you and destroy you and your beautiful family. God doesn't want you and your beautiful family destroyed. He made you to be an amazing athlete. 
and he gave you a beautiful singing voice, but he longs for you to be safe outside of the thief and into Christ being a Christian. And if you don't know what that is, just say this prayer with me. Father, I realize that I have sinned against you. I have sinned upon this earth and I, I need to ask you to forgive me. And I ask you to wash away my sins in the blood of Jesus, the only cleansing agent for sin. And now I want you to be my father. And I'm going to buy a Bible and read it and walk with you on a daily basis. And as you take me on an amazing journey through life and into heaven one day. Amen. And there you go. You begin your journey, right? It's It's a great exchange to come into the giver of life and leave the thief. Okay, I've, I've seen the thief. He's, he's wicked and he's, he's intent on destroying humanity. He's intent on it. And God's intention is to save humanity. Satan's future is really, really bad. Let's check it out. Revelation chapter 20 verse 10. And the devil that deceived them, deceived means trick. You know, have, have, has anybody ever tricked you to play a joke on you? You know? Uh, I've had that happen. You know, you really, you're going along with it and they started laughing. Oh, I'm just kidding. You know, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. That's where they try to deceive you. They try to trick you, but some of that's in fun, but the devil isn't out for your fun or enjoyment. He will use you to pollute the earth and then he will, he will destroy you and enjoy every minute of it. His, his pawns underneath him and the devil that deceived them, tricked them was cast into the lake of fire in brimstone where the beast and the false prophet are and it shall be tormented, tormented night and day forever. You know, the unholy trinity is the devil, the false prophet. He speaks lies and pretends to know Christ. The false prophet, okay, sits in the high places of the church. Okay, so you got to be careful. What church are you going to? What book are they teaching out of? Are they teaching the full counsel of God as as we have gotten from the original Hebrew and Greek called the King James Bible? Or do they have they got their own religion and set up their own Bibles? It's really sad. You have to be very careful that you're not sitting in the church underneath the false prophet that works for and with the devil and the beast. So you have the devil, the false prophet, and the beast with Jezebel sitting on top. And that's the the demon that's in charge of all the immorality, sexual immorality, confusion, gay and transgender and everything else. You know, you might have been married to a man that you loved deeply and had children by. But one day this man rose up and said, I'm really not a man. I believe I'm a woman. And he went off to get himself a new name and to become another person, to be transformed into a woman. And you probably sat, as any woman would, in total shock, sorrow, the nightmare of life. You know, that's that's a nightmare. And you wonder why still, why did this happen? Was it me? Was it because I wasn't pretty? Was it because I wasn't sexually appealing? Was it because I didn't raise the children right? Was it because the house wasn't perfect? Was it because I didn't attend to his needs? Why, 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 why does this happen? You know, I used to ask God the same thing every day throughout my marriage when I would catch my husband in pornography. 
and he exchanged me for porn. He was a porn addict, but always with a promise, you know, that he wouldn't do it again. It did nothing for my marriage. It just, every time it was a major blow, a shock to my system, a shock to my mind. And I would ask God, why does this happen? Why, God, why? And when he showed me the devil, the false prophet and the beast, he said, this is why. They are in existence in the invisible realm. And you didn't want to know the full counsel of God, but it, I want to show you so you understand why. It has nothing to do with you, Anne. It has nothing to do with who you are or how you've treated him. It has to do with the demons that have seduced him with their voice and they've wrapped around him and they've pulled him into to the activity of sin. So, so, so your husband was lied to, uh, lied to even as a child. And that devil worked on that man until he went and acted out on what he heard. And then he believed it. He processed it. And he came to the fact that I believe this. And then he went and acted on it. It has nothing to do with you. It has to do with the devil and the false prophet and the beast. I've seen these entities. They are recorded for us in the Bible, and God wants us to come out from them and read the Bible and understand God so God can give you a good life and heal you from all the scars uh, that the devil has done to you and the man that left and has now become a, a woman. But God would take the woman and and say, you're still a man, and now I'm going to deliver you from the devil and transform you back to the original intent I had upon creating you, okay? That's who God is. He will never sit over there and be okay with what the devil has made you, okay? He never, because God is out for your best interest. So we know that Satan's future is, is horrible. He's cast into the eternal lake of fire, but all the people that refuse Christ are as well. So we can follow Christ. You know, he says, I am the way through life right? The reality of existence. And we can follow Christ on the beautiful road of purity and cleanliness and excellence and love for humanity and to serve God where he places us upon the earth in our particular assignment that he created us to do. And it's something that we will love and enjoy. And then he welcomes us into eternal glory with the saints, the hagios, the holy ones of God. It's a beautiful road we know that Satan pollutes and corrupts humanity from his government in the high places as we just talked about where it's like, why has this happened? What, why Lord? But now you know why. Why is my husband an alcoholic? Because of the demonic entities in society that have caused harm and, and have spoken to your husband to pull him into strong drink and alcohol. And so what do, you, what do we do about these things? Well, we pray for them. But, um, you know, if, if you're being abused or your, your husband is, uh, fornicating against you or committing adultery against you and porn is adultery. And so if, if somebody's a porn addict, God has given us a legal, uh, biblical right to depart that union. Because when you become married, you know, two people become one flesh and God has given us the right in Matthew 19, 9 to go our separate ways, right? I wish I would have known that, but see, I didn't. 
I only knew the part of the Bible that said God hates divorce. And so because God hated divorce, I hung in there until I was nearly a dead human being. And if I would have died the way that God found me, that God came to me, I would have been thrown into the eternal lake of fire. Well, if God loved you, why would he do that? That might, that's a very good question. If God loved you, Anne, and he came to you, why would he throw you into the eternal lake of fire? Well, the thing about God is, is that his word has been written and it is eternal. And God sits on his throne and he cannot change it. It is eternal. And so the only thing God can change is us so that we enter into everything he wants for us on the earth. It's called mercy, grace. Okay. And so, but on our death, you know, when we leave, we go where we died. If, if I die in righteousness, that means my slate is clean with the Lord. I go to heaven. If I die in a club and I, I decided to go back to, to, to drugs and alcohol and sexual, you know, uh, perversion or whatever, and I died in that condition, and I was unable to say, God, I'm sorry, forgive me. I would have been in eternal fire. And God said, this is the problem. He said, you have to believe me. Those that believe me will be saved. Those that don't will be condemned. Do you see? So do you believe me? Do you believe me? So, you know, we know that Satan creates the unclean and we're going to get into clean and unclean. What is clean and unclean? And these people that Satan has and they, they are created uh, by Satan, they're called tares, T-A-R-E-S. And the Bible is very clear about this in Matthew chapter 13, uh, beginning at verse 24. And, and God talks about the tares that... Uh, Satan has got a hold of these people and they actually do his will. You know, it's interesting. Jesus went to the Garden of Gethsemane and he was talking to the Father about the cross. You know, he, know, he knew he was going to go forward to the cross. He was going to get slaughtered. He was going to get butchered. He was going to get beaten. He was going to be stripped and hung on a, hung there. And he was going to go through such agonizing, horrible pain. And he said at the end, he said, you know, if, if there's any, any way we can do this another way, perhaps, uh, is there another way? And, uh, there wasn't another way. And so he said, okay, not my will, but yours be done. Right. And so we know that as Christians, there's many times in our life that we have to say, God, I, I don't really want to do this, but I will because I'm yours and this is what you want me to do. Not my will, but yours be done, right? But the people that are under Lucifer, they do his will. And, and Satan is a thief and he's a robber and he's a stealer. And so example, somebody that belongs to Satan will open up a bar because they will steal, they will steal from that human's life. They will pour alcohol down them. They will steal from their career because now they're drunks. They will steal from their family because they're never at home. They will steal from their children because the man wasn't at work saving up money for them to go to college. He wasn't, he was, he wasn't an example of good. He was an example of evil. So now all the kids do the same thing daddy does. You know, Satan is not good. He, he will have people create movies in Hollywood and they will star in these movies. He will write movies that teach people how to commit crime. 
and how they got by with it. Well, the, the simple people of the earth go to the movie theaters and they watch and they get the idea that if I can follow this guy in the film and then maybe I'll get by with it like they did, but they end up behind bars and uh, they get a life sentence or maybe even a life, you know, 20 years and then the death penalty. Or maybe the, the devil's got rock stars and they go to the rock concerts and the devil is up there singing all these perverted uh, lyrics and se about sex and, and drugs and hate and just different things, things against the character of God that are good for us. And then you can see, and you know, as you, as your eyes look through the rock concerts, you can see the depravity. You can see people doing drugs, throwing up needles, sticking needles in their hands, uh, having sex behind a certain, um, certain platforms in the facility. It's a nightmare. And there's nothing, nothing sacred about it, nothing holy, nothing pure, nothing good, you know? Um, I, I certainly don't want any part of it. You know, I used to, I used to go to those concerts and there was nothing, nothing good in them at all. We know that uh, God leads the willing to repentance at the cross, then into the kingdom to live a life of submission and holiness. So when we come out of the thief, and uh, we come into Christ, Christ gives us a new way to live. We won't want to go to the bars and, and mess up our life and our family. We won't want to go to the rock concerts and partake of all that garbage and filth. You know, we won't uh, want to go to the strip clubs and see the the, the strippers. We won't want to go and, and hire a prostitute or a hooker. We won't want to take all of our money and go into the casino and throw away our life savings and our kids' college money, will we? We don't want to be a part of that. We won't want to go into the vaping places where people's lungs are blowing up and damaged. And, and, you know, all the things that are done against God, you know, is what, what the devil raises up. They're called tares. And I tell you, it doesn't go well for them because as in Matthew, uh, chapter 13, 24 through 43, that context, it talks about how the Lord sends his angels to his kingdom and they weed out the people out of his kingdom, the people that are in the kingdom of Christ on earth and they live here in the unclean kingdom. They continue in sin and they're weeded out and thrown into eternal fire. Read that. You know, we want to move up and move out of sin into the bride of Christ, the family of God, the wise Christian as stated in Matthew 25. We don't want to continue in our sins here and think it's okay with Christ. Matthew 7 tells us, he will say to us, depart from me, I never knew you, you workers of iniquity. And the people that are speaking to him are Christians like I was. Yeah, but I'm a Christian, Lord. Why would I come to hell? You know, as I was standing in hell above the cistern, and the father was standing here and the son here, and the father spoke and he said, one of us standing here is going to hell. It's not going to be me. And it's not going to be my son. And I started screaming and demons were coming up to me. And God was trying to, when God was unpackaging and teaching uh, visually and um, scripturally, because he is the word, uh, reality that I needed to do, as he said, to depart iniquity. As 2 Timothy 2.19 tells me, let everyone that names the name of Christ, Christian, depart 
iniquity and perfect holiness in the fear of God, 2 Corinthians 7, 1. Without holiness, Hebrews 12, 14, no one will see the Lord. And in Hebrews 12, 15, it says, don't fail, F-A-I-L, grace. And we know Jesus came. Jesus came with love and grace and truth. Do you see? Grace is his being, his person in you and through you all the way out of here and to, to give you good every day of your life. And we need to embrace that and not reject it. So uh, we need to we need to repent and we need to do what's right. And, you know, we know that Satan, he's the thief. And he leads into the eternal lake of fire. Revelation 12, 9, it reads, In the great dragon, that's another name for the devil, was cast out of heaven. That old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceives, tricks the whole world. You know, there's many beautiful, astute, uh, wealthy women in the world. And he, I look upon your life and what your belief system is, your spirituality, and you're into new age. And you have such a beautiful uh, soul and you have a beautiful uh, manner about you with people and you love people. But the devil has deceived you because you believe his religion and you're not fully into Christ. Because if you were fully into Christ, you would leave the deceptions of the new age and you would get married instead of staying in fornication. But the devil has deceived you and says, it's okay for you to fornicate because you've only fornicated with one man all your life. You know, it's not like you're a, you're a loose Lucy. But see, that's the devil lying to you, deceiving you, as, as the Bible says in Revelation 12, 9, so that he can destroy you. And God is out to save you. He wants all people to come to the knowledge of the truth and choose salvation, 1 Timothy 2, 4. So I pray every day for the earth to all come to the knowledge of the truth and be saved. And I stand with Christ when he looks upon his earth. John six thirty nine. He says, I pray I lose not one of you. So you see, so that's the heart of God. He wants all people to come to the truth and be saved. And then there stands Christ next to him, his, his beautiful son that gave absolutely everything and still does for us. He says, I don't want to lose one of them. John six thirty nine. So God commands us when we come into Christ to leave sin, to leave the thief, so he doesn't destroy us. Isn't that awesome? He wants us to depart sin so he doesn't destroy us. Amos chapter 5, beginning in verse 14. Seek good and not evil that you may live. And so the Lord, the God of hosts, shall be with you. Isn't that beautiful? As you have spoken... Hate the evil and love the good and establish judgment in the gate. It may be that the Lord God of hosts will be gracious unto the remnant of Joseph. See, God wants us to do good and leave evil and place judgment before us. Judgment is God's response to sin and his response to righteousness. Okay? And we know that if God sees one of his own in sin, he's going to take them and skin them, correct them, discipline them, just like any parent would their kid, right? So that they don't lose. So if God's come and you've, you, you know, your, your little uh, pink convertible is gone and God's standing there looking at you and saying, we got to get back to the book here, Alice. 
We got to get back to the book here, Freddie. And you got to read and st- get a trash bag and let's clean up your life and let's get the thief out of your life. Okay. So that I can start doing you good and you can come up and increase and inherit in life. And we're not to take the judgment of God away. You know, David was able to walk with the Lord and do what is right because he placed the judgments before him of sin and righteousness. And the Bible clearly tells us that when the Holy Spirit comes, he will speak of sin and he will speak of righteousness and he will speak of judgment. That's who God is. He's he is the creator of existence. It all, it, it all operates underneath him every day. He created everything that is except sin, except sin. He created Lucifer, but Lucifer created sin. Okay. So we just need to come to grips and leave sin so that we're out of death's alley. Okay. I, I don't know about you, but I've had all that I can take of Satan. I have had all I can take of all the destruction, all the lies, all the junk that I participated in. You know, one night I had a dream years ago and I was in this dream and I was walking down this hallway and there were all these rooms to the right and to the left, you know, different activities going on. And I saw myself going into each room and partaking and then getting bored, shutting the door, going to the next room. You know, so I was trying out different activities within culture and culture are the activities of our generation. Okay. And I finally got to the end of the hall and I opened up this door and I saw the invisible realm and I was done. And I thank God, I thank God that I got, I finally got to that door 19 years ago and I got to see the invisible realm and I was done. I thank God for it because I had all I could take of participating and having my different meals, so to speak, with all the activities in the world because the world has nothing to offer except for death. It always comes, it always looks good for a while and, you know, have a good time because it says so in the Bible that sin has a pleasure for a season or else how would Satan get us into sin if there wasn't a little bit of pleasure to taste, a little bit of pleasure. But after the little bit of pleasure comes a knife, comes a torment, comes a darkness, comes a despair, comes a shame, comes the poverty, the ruin. Okay. It will never pay. It will never pay. And no man, God respects no person. You know, I'm thinking of one woman in particular. You're, you're very precious to God, but God is longing for you to come out of your compromise. And you know, I'm talking to you. You've set up your own system. You love Christ. You think a lot of him because you live in his earth, but you've kind of set yourself above him and made your own religion. But if you don't come out of sin, you will perish with the devil that holds you at this time. God expects us to be fully aware of the unclean satanic creations that he alone has made on this earth and to stay out of them. And we're going to dive into this. You know, we can see in James 4, 4, it says, you adulterers and adulterers, know ye not that the friendship with the world is enemy is to be God's enemy, is enmity with God. So whosoever therefore will be a friend of the world is the enemy of God. Well, what's an example of an enemy of God? 
Well, example of a man that continually goes into the the realm to look at pornography. You're an enemy of God because now you're you're partaking of that sin. You're a friend of the world. It's not somebody that goes and sits down with a sinner to help them. That's being a true friend of the world, the kind that God wants, right? Because we know Jesus was a friend of sinners. He sat down with them and he ate with them and he 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 loved them where they were and told them about life and helped them to get out underneath the thief, to get out and to come in and up in life, right? So we're going to be diving into this. Have a good night. Realeron International Ministries Incorporated appreciates all of its faithful covenant partners and wishes each and every one of you a beautiful life with Jesus. Please visit Rielaron today at www.rielaron.org.